Before we begin, all stories and experiences shared are not representative of any group or people. Each are personal and unique. All the articles and videos used in the making of this episode are available with the transcript. The link is in the description. Welcome to another episode of Let's Debunk It. I'm your host, Xander. On today's episode, we talk about religion. This will mainly focus on ideas surrounding religion and its purpose and place in our lives and in the lives of others. So stay tuned for today's episode and I really hope you enjoy it. Hello Bunkers, it's your captain back with another episode talking about everyday things that affect all of us. I'm doing pretty alright and I hope you guys are too. At the time that this will probably be landing, I'd have probably just finished my last class as a bachelor student so I am beyond excited and ecstatic about my life and the future that it holds. And while we are still on the topic of recent and happening things, I wanted to just talk a little bit about um, some of the Asian hate that's been happening. If you haven't been following social media or any news sources closely, and in recent weeks, well, ever since the whole pandemic happened, a lot of people have shown a lot of hatred towards Chinese people uh, or even Asian people in general, as a lot of people blame them for the reason as to why we are in this pandemic and lockdown and whatnot. And I feel that it's very unfair to place all of the blame on them when we ourselves could really be doing our part to try and eradicate this pandemic, you know, by like getting vaccinated, by social distancing, and just trying to follow the standards of procedures that are set in our respective countries to try and, you know, lessen the numbers so that it can be a safe number for us to go out without our masks to go back to everyday life but one thing i also realized is that it's very easy to blame other people for the problems that we face in life and the thing that really gets to me is that what is attacking these elderly people or what is attacking anyone in general going to achieve if anything it just shows that you are someone who is unable to understand that you know a single person cannot cause an entire pandemic and you harming a specific person will not change the state or situation of things right now so to stand in solidarity with my asian um brothers and sisters you know i've put in some links in the show notes so you can follow those links to um to know to help out some um asian families out there who've been hit badly by these people who are just attacking them randomly on the street so start anywhere you can and as as far as you are able to if you can donate money do that if you can donate your time to helping these people do that use your platform use your voice to speak out about this injustice that's been done to them Getting back to, you know, the podcast and the topic at hand, I'm going to have a field day talking about religion. Now, I don't mean this in I can't wait to turn you all into heathens kind of way. What I mean is it's going to be an interesting episode as we all have our preconceived notions of what religion is and isn't. Are there any higher powers? If so, why did they make the world? And it's just kind of pondering upon life's biggest questions that we deem that these higher beings or entities can answer. I grew up in a religious home, but later I left religion to be agnostic. I would try my best not to put any of my bias on this topic as we explore further into the origins of religion. Like the episode on gender, I do plan on having people from different faiths and beliefs to come on and talk about their experiences with religion, and I'll also open up a question section where you guys can send in questions for them to answer for you. Though before we even get there, we need to start with the foundation. Religion is a broad and complicated topic, so let's debunk it.
As I begin to talk about the origins of religion, I want you to have an open mind. I will not be talking about it from the standpoint of religion A or B, but much rather from an objective scholarly position. Wow, that, that made me sound way smarter than I actually am. Disclaimer, I'm not a scholar in any shape or form, but I do like to do my fair share of research. Though the main point being, I will discuss the origins of different religions when I interview people and for a lot of the examples in this episode, I will most likely bank on my knowledge of Christianity since that is a religion I grew up in and now have since left. So let's get our academic thinking caps on. To begin our dive, I'm going to quote from Jonathan Z. Smith, who is one of the greatest scholars of religion, he said, Religion is not a native term. It is a term created by scholars for their intellectual purposes and therefore it is theirs to define. I want to start with this because as I began to dig deeper into what religion was, a lot of research I did had good answers to the question, what is religion? But the only common theme is that these definitions were made by Western scholars. Religion is so complex, there is no one way to define it. Lucas E. Johnston said in his book, Religion and Sensibility, that religion is a subjective analytical term whose meaning depends on the person using it and on the questions they use to illuminate it. We will be discussing a few that I found quite helpful in reflecting what I think society's idea of religion is. But bear in mind that religion is so different to different people. So take what sounds good to you and roll with it. Research more if you want. Everyone seems to have their own definition of religion and the issue with that is it's not objective. Due to the environments that we grew up in, we have our own responses and understanding of this word. For some, this word invokes fear while for others it gives them a sense of peace. This is due to their experiences and exposure. One thing I will always stand by is honoring the experiences of others that have shaped them to be who they are, good or bad. That's why I will advocate for atheists who feel that religion robbed them of themselves and their lives. I'll also advocate for devout followers of different religions as they may feel their lives would be empty without religion and what the deity they worship has to offer. From both sides of the spectrum, there are some truths that each has to offer. Religion is used like many other words in the English language to describe things like a set of doctrines or cultural practices that are followed by a large group of people. Like most words, there is a need for context when it comes to religion and the word itself. In this, we can almost decide what is and isn't religion. This will be an interesting concept because I know that some people believe that Scientology is a religion while others don't. Personally, I don't know where I would categorize it simply because I find some of their doctrine far-fetched, but that's a discussion for another episode. Let's have a crash course on religion. I tried to break it down to its simplest elements because as I read and read, I was like, wow, I know almost nothing, but this is so interesting. There came a time where scholars began to look for what I would call religion zero. This would be the religion that started it all and evolved. This is said to be animism, which then turned into the monotheistic and polytheistic religions that we know now. Though this is too simple of a definition, I also feel this is so simple because I did my own individual study of religions. A lot of them share the same values, but where they deviate is the deity or deities they worship, their understanding of the afterlife, and some other semantics that are important to them. It would also raise the question, aren't we just worshipping the same being but in different capacities? This is a conversation I feel we would need to have, but because of the lived experiences and biases people have about different religions, minus the history and other truths, people are willing to segregate their deities because of the actions of an individual and group and not objectively as a deity that stands alone. I digress, but getting back to other ways you can understand religion, um, Emile Durkheim defined it as a unified system of beliefs and practices relative to sacred things, that is to say, things set apart from the forbidden beliefs and practices which unite in one single moral community called a church and all those who adhere to them. 
this could be church mosque synagogue just you know replace that place of worship with you know whatever you want they further added that religion is a form of custom that socializes individuals into a larger community and which provides an obligation to that individual to live by that society's rules and that's where we can introduce the idea of religion in retrospect to culture as you know there are some countries in the world that have religion and state not separated so a lot of the laws that are put forward are religious laws and so hence people live by those religious laws in fact fun fact a lot of the laws that we know today like you can get charged for murder you can get charged for stealing all those actually came from religious books as a starting point and then grew from there so getting back to the idea of culture and religion and that intersection, I find this interesting because this definition begs the question if religion is just a social construct and culture, or is it as spiritual as many are led to believe? That's why I think it's an interesting avenue to explore. One hard truth that I think we all need to talk about, religious or not, is where do we stand when it comes to some of the constructs that we are in and how we relate to them? We already debunked how gender is a construct made by man in order to categorize us as a means of control. The religion has this same hold on certain individuals and i'll talk more about that in the second segment of this episode another way we can define religion is by using the family of resemblance this means characters or traits that can categorize something although they are fundamentally different the example i can give you is sports swimming and cricket are two different sports but what categorizes them as sports is there are rules to follow in order to win or how javelin and sprinting are two different activities but are still considered sports that people can compete in in terms of religion robert audi said most religion would follow most if not all of these attributes that i'm about to list i'll provide examples as i talk about each attribute because i did study a couple of religions so i can relate them to these attributes Belief in supernatural beings, so this is Allah, God, Vishnu, and the rest of the deities that are worshipped in a lot of other religions. The second is a distinction between sacred and profane. So this is good, bad, halal, haram. The third is ritual acts focused on these objects. So the best example I can give is communion in christianity so the ritual act here is the breaking of bread and the drinking of wine as a representation of jesus's blood and body that was sacrificed for christians on the cross the fourth is a moral code believed to be sanctioned by divine beings so this is basically doing good deeds and being a good person number five religious feelings of awe so this can manifest itself in like convictions where you might feel something in your spirit that says oh go help this person or oh do this or it can also manifest in worship when you know you're praying to your god and you feel overwhelmed with their presence the sixth is direct communication with divine beings so this can be done through prayers, rituals, sacrifices, or however that religion would practice their form of communication to their deity. The seventh is worldwide view concerning the role of humanity in the universe. For example, Christians believe they're the souls and light of the world or how Jews may believe they're God's chosen people. And the last one on uh, Mr. Adi's list is a collective organization bound in this worldview. So this is your church your mosque, your synagogue, your temple. I have said a lot and your head must be all over the place. Mine was too. 
Though in its simplest elements, and for the layman that we are, religion is an organized collection of beliefs, cultural systems, and worldviews that relate humanity to an order of existence. Many religions have narratives, symbols, and sacred histories that are intended to explain the meaning of life and or why to explain the origin of life or the universe. I'll just let you guys soak in all of this information and breathe. For the next segment, I want to talk about religion and its place in society modern day society and maybe i will touch on religion back then and what had happened as much as this podcast is to learn i also want to provide some commentary about the world around us and how we can be better humans in the long run so i'll see you guys right after the break When it comes to talking about religion, I think one thing I find interesting is that we think about it in terms of the commonly practiced ones such as Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, etc. We can also notice how much of these are organized religion. Organized in the sense that there is some form of hierarchy within the religion. I want to touch on how religion has impacted society and how it has shaped our world and some of the systems in place. This will not be exhaustive but I feel it would be good to acknowledge how religion has succeeded and failed as a society. Then from an individual standpoint where I share some of my thoughts and observations when it comes to religion and how individuals choose to and choose not to practice it. A lot of the time people see religion from the standpoint they've been given. For example, how someone who was born in a religious family versus an individual who was born into a family that thought freely would have different opinions and understanding about religion and its place in society. I do believe that as much as religion has brought amazing things for the world, it has done its fair share of damage. As I discuss some of the good, bad, and ugly that religion has brought to our world be critical of yourself and how you lead your life i'll be honest as someone who used to be a religious asshole i have been on both sides of the coin the side that oppressed and the side that has been oppressed understanding both sides of the narrative is a hard pill to swallow but let's talk about it as mentioned in the cultural appropriation episode if culture didn't change we would be set back in tradition and practices that would continue to oppress many people and no progress would be made in society towards the end i made mention as to how the religious books and some of the sacred practices of religious groups were set back thousands of years ago, making changes that benefit society currently, but are contrary to these books that were set back before, have left a lot of people at a crossroad of following their humanity or morality. This is an experience that I am all too familiar with. I don't speak for all Christians, but I know that many people who are or were a part of the Christian community can resonate with my experiences. I also found that when I shared more of my experience with my non-christian friends they to understand the underlying internal struggle i felt for those of you who don't know i am queer and an advocate for freedom of choice regardless of who you are as long as you're not harming yourself or others a lot of the religious and christian circles i've been a part of had this way of making you feel like thinking outside the box was wrong i felt like asking questions was wrong in our society at large, I notice that a lot of people in my generation are beginning to wake up and ask questions. Questions about themselves, their beliefs, and their decisions. In society, religion is placed in experience, belief, and rituals. In terms of experience, this speaks on someone's personal and perceived connection to the divine power. Belief are the facts around the religion that the follower deemed to be true. Rituals being the practices and behaviors accepted by believers or followers. Some people practice the spiritual aspect of religion, but not necessarily the ritualistic aspect for example the decision comes in terms of how one can mix and match their personal life outside religion the personal life in sync with religion and all the other semantics that follow society has evolved religion has well let's see what religion has done 
Whether we like it or not, religion has shaped the reality and society we live in now. We can't talk about religion and society without mentioning secularism. Secularism as a social and historical process has been outlined by the sociologist Jose Casanova as three interrelated trends that are all open to debate. Firstly, the decline of religious beliefs and practices in modern societies. We are heathens people. I feel we're becoming extremists because people are religious, they are hella religious. And if you're not religious, you are on the further side of the spectrum. Number two, the privatization of religion. People want to be more quiet and want to be more, oh, this is how I choose to practice. I don't want to make this a community project kind of deal. Thirdly, the differentiation of the circular spheres. So state, religion, and science, usually understood as emancipation from religious institutions and norms. So this is basically separating religion from everything else society related. So religion cannot control state, religion should not control economy, religion should not control science and our beliefs. And for each of them, I find it interesting because I already mentioned earlier how some countries are still run through religious laws, so that's religion and state. We still see that a lot of religious bodies are very, very rich, such as the Catholic Church, like the Pope. The Pope be ballin', guys. He be <laughs> in science. So basically, the creation and evolution of things. So this is: Did the world come through a big bang, or was there a greater mastermind who was behind it all? I find secularism quite interesting because the first time I heard of it, I felt it was synonymous to the things of the world that were deemed unholy and I should never find myself engaging with anything or anyone related to it. Without secularism, a pill I had to swallow was that I could never be crucial of my religion and how I practice it. It was so easy to judge people who indulge in it freely, but turn and judge the goody two-shoes I thought I was? Laughable. But before we get more into me, let's talk about the royals. Yes, Lizzie and the gang. I feel you guys are not ready for how wild of a story I'm about to tell you when I tell you that people are so into secularism. So let's set the scene. It's 1534. You are King Henry. Your wife can bear you a son to take the throne because you'd be damned if a woman did. You start seeing this side chick but you can't get a divorce from your wife, Catherine. Since the Pope won't know your marriage, you decide to separate from the Catholic Church, become the head of your own church called the Church of England, and divorce Catherine so you can marry your side chick to get a son. Your daughter becomes the queen anyways, and you look like a dumbass. Before you ask, yes, all of this happened. Look it up. But it's interesting to look at marriage and divorce in the context of any religion or any society. Should you be forced to stay with someone you don't love anymore or doesn't suit you? Should you be allowed to marry again after you've been divorced? What about your children? Surely you'd want to stay for your children. How would other people view you? It's the bombardment of questions like these that make people end up choosing things that they don't want to. For some people, the conviction is not as bad as others, but we can all say it is impressionable, especially for people who have been a part of religion their whole life. Different religions have brought us good things such as schools, hospitals, aid, etc. Let's not forget that people believing in higher powers have proven to be beneficial. It can motivate people to do the right thing or help them avoid doing the wrong thing altogether. It gives people a sense of morality. Though I do question this because a lot of people's morality is tied into the reward as opposed to just being a regular upright person because that's just who they are a morally upright person though we won't really get into that but i mean we also can't ignore the fact that some of the greatest people in the world were religious such as mother Teresa or with Peter ginsburg religion inspires people there have been beautiful works of art and music that have been inspired by religion
religion. Let's not front. The best Christmas music is the Christian ones. We Three Kings is my jam. You can find me on that one. Oh Holy Night, you better sing it, queen. Personally, the more religious the Christmas song, the more I'm blasting it all year round unsolicited. <laughs> it helps people. Yes, different religions are known for helping the society, be it through orphanages, feeding the poor, sheltering the homeless, or a multitude of other things to help the society at large. That's part of the reason I can't stay mad at religious people. There are people out there who are doing genuinely good and amazing things to make our world a better place at the cost of nothing. In fact, when people feel lost or alone wandering into a religious institution, they do find a sense of solace and help. So if you're a part of a religious institution that turns away people in need but claims that you are trying to do the bidding of the higher power, miss me with that bullshit and perish. But humans being humans, religion brings out the bad and downright appalling out of some individuals. Let's talk about how religion sometimes promotes prejudice with the main defense being the holy book or tradition. Now I understand that some people will find it difficult to accept the differences we have from other people but actively being prejudiced, again, miss me with that bullshit and parish. I will cite our religious people who actively persecute people who believe differently from them. Let's extend this further to moral obligations that often lead to discrimination. How women are viewed to be lower than men in a lot of religious circles. Queer people are treated like scum and fear for their lives being outed because they know the implications of that and what it could entail. Or how people who are agnostic or atheist are usually othered because they've chosen to believe something that's not fundamentally, so to say, accepted by society. And you would wonder why some people don't even decide to talk to associate with a certain group of people or certain religious groups. We literally have exhibits A through infinity when it comes to prejudice and discrimination that's done. The one thing that irks me the most and leaves my blood boiling is how religious leaders take advantage of their followers. Be it the sexual harassment of little boys or the money taken from poor people in blind faith of a false promise that their lives would get better. Though I'd want to call on the gullibility of some people. Like I was religious as the next person, but miss me with that, it give me X amount to reach prosperity. I'd rather mop the ocean floor, please and thank you. Religion brings the best and worst out of people, which is the irony of it all. But like all things, there's a spectrum and how can we really appreciate the good ones if we can get through a couple of shitty ones. We're going to have a break and then I'll come back and give you advice on how to be better humans and a couple of my side notes in regards to religion. So stay tuned and enjoy the break. Vibe with me. I have created a playlist for you to jam to in your free time. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. I listen to pretty much everything, so you're bound to find something you vibe to. It's called the Let's Debunk It Mix. Links to all playlists are in the show notes. The next part ideally would have been interviewing different people and getting their point of view of their religion but i thought that would be quite redundant because why not dedicate a whole episode to just talking and diving deep that will come soon so that is definitely something to look forward to is those interviews and you can also send in your questions when i decide to put those up so we can discuss them with whoever their representative manners that representative makes it sound so serious whoever the person i decide to talk to about it is you know because i mean people can be different levels of is that even a thing I'm not sure. But yeah, in the meantime, what advice do I have for you? I'm just gonna roll out some good stuff that anyone religious or not can follow so that we can just be better humans and make our society and our living space and everything much better because as humans, we have failed in so many areas and religion and how we treat people outside our religion or even in our religion, we have failed miserably. So I'm here to help correct that or at least 
help guide how to correct that. The first place I would like to draw my advice from is from my personal experience as a religious person, then a religious person who became more liberal-ish, and then totally leaving religion altogether. My journey is a little bit all over the place, it's a little bit confusing, so as I give out my advice, I'll probably be adding little side notes as I go, so it'll just all mesh and match into one big thing. The first piece of advice I would give to someone who is extremely religious is something that I've been saying for quite a while throughout the entire podcast is do not judge other people based on your standards. Do not put people into this box or into this frame of expectations that they do not even have of themselves. This is so important because I feel this is where a lot of religious institutions are losing out on people or basically my generation as a whole. It's no secret that a lot more people are coming out and trying to understand who they are, what they are, how they are, if we're trying to discover ourselves mentally or physically, emotionally, spiritually. It's definitely a journey that has been more privatized as you know circularism is definitely a thing that is happening right now but one thing to focus on is you as a person what are you doing to make the world a better place but first piece of advice will always be first and foremost never ever ever judge someone by your own standards or your own expectations that they may not have for themselves first and foremost period full stop that's it the next piece of advice that i can give to everyone who's listening right now is understanding and creating mutual respect one thing that i have learned as i have traveled the world as i've met people of different faiths and different walks of life is that one the world does not revolve around you and your ideas first and foremost two educating yourself and understanding or trying to learn about the people that you're actively around a lot more will definitely take you a very long way. I speak from experience. Malaysia is a multicultural country. If I just stayed in my head and said, oh, Christianity is the only thing that I know. If I ever meet a Muslim, oh no, oh no. If I meet a Hindu, oh no, oh no. A Buddhist, ah. If I kept that mentality and chose not to learn more and understand the people around me better, I personally would think that I was not being a good person or not doing justice to society at large because that means I'm given the opportunity to be ignorant and disrespectful. One thing that I've always strived to be as a person is respectful. And sometimes being respectful means learning about someone else's culture, tradition, religion, or whatever it is as a means of meeting them halfway to not insult them in any way. It's something that I definitely encourage all of you to do doesn't mean that you might have to do some extra reading doesn't mean you might be asking some extremely stupid questions from time to time yes but it's always going to be the effort of those who care about you care about your practices and care genuinely about your well-being now for society at large you're like i don't have to care about the person who's walking across the street honestly you don't really need to care but you need to be respectful unless they're threatening to hurt you or something there's never going to be a correct reason for you to be rude, to be mean, to be ugly towards another person who believes something different for you from you, who lives a different lifestyle from you. And I feel that this respect thing has been a common theme between a lot of these things. It's because the lack of respect, the lack of knowledge, the lack of understanding that we have towards other people and what's important to them that leads us into these traps of being disrespectful of culturally appropriating of being prejudiced of discriminating is because 
sometimes we do not do the work to become better people we choose ignorance over education we become disrespectful because now we don't understand and then we feel uncomfortable and we feel i want to be comfortable and we put ourselves first and sometimes we shouldn't put ourselves first that was a random ramble but the basic gist is you got to be respectful to other people if they're not hurting you they're not hurting others you just got to respect them and whatever they're doing and moreover educate yourself about what other people are doing educate yourself about more religions around the world travel go visit like i mean there are some places in the world where you can visit old churches you can visit old temples old mosques go there appreciate them learn more about the history of religions and whatnot maybe take a couple of courses here and there fundamentally at its core i do not think religion is something that is bad it's just that as humans we turn good things into bad things religion as itself the deities on their own i think all the deities are beautiful i think all the deities are great i think allah is beautiful and amazing i think god the god of christianity is amazing i think yahweh is absolutely beautiful i think vishnu is absolutely fantastic amazing like all these gods and deities that people worship i feel fundamentally at their core are amazing 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 it's just that us as people what happens is the biases that we have towards certain people groups towards certain races or certain colors now we just attach the religion to that and then it's viewed as primitive barbaric water 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 whatever the colonizers said that's not true once we can get to the mutual middle ground where everyone just understands that you know what as people we are flawed but the higher power we serve is not i think that's where we can make some progress because now people are thinking oh you are flawed because you're from x religion but it's you the person who is flawed not the deity that is flawed damn i'm preaching out here guys don't get me excited i'm preaching i'm preaching spitting facts but it's true a side note that i would also like to add is speaking towards those people who have experienced pain or hurt through religion but still really want to connect with their deity or god that they believe in i am someone who has experienced hurt from the people from within the religion that i used to practice in christianity i experienced that hurt and that hurt drove me to leave everything i knew and basically start afresh do i look back and regret this decision no it just opened me up to the idea that i might want to believe in something else or it opened me up to the idea of trying to revamp myself as a person and fundamentally understanding who i was without religion i think that is something everyone needs to understand is who are you without religion if we were to take away your religion this very day would you still continue to be the good person you are or are you hiding behind that as a mask unfortunately for me i did hide behind my religion as a mask so when i finally took it off and had the courage to step forward as just being myself i realized that hey there's a lot that i needed to work on as a person and i've been working on those things and i continue to work on those things my advice to you is if you still want to consider practicing religion or being spiritual focus on the higher power forget about the people around you they don't matter at the end of the day it's between you and the being that you believe in at the end of the day it's going to be you too on judgment day it's going to be you too and you're going to be accountable for your actions not going to be accountable for the action of your parents your siblings your friends no it's just you and that deity and that's something i feel a lot of us tend to forget is that at the end of the day we are born into this world alone and we leave alone and we have to face a lot of trials and challenges on our own so don't forget to put yourself first in what you want because as mentioned in episode two by anas the great was the only thing that is certain is death 
So a lot of the decisions that we make now are very important. Make good decisions that will give you the life that you want. Well, that's the episode. Thank you so much for tuning. This episode was relatively short because the previous episode was like an hour and a half and I was like, okay, I kind of feel sorry for you guys. So I'm going to make this one a little shorter, a little sweeter so you can just have one big bite and you're good. (laughs) But yes, catch me again in three weeks is going to be a guest on that episode. And from there, that's when I'll be deciding whether I'm going to be having more guests or not simply because I'm going to be moving a little bit and you might hear about that more. You might not hear about that more. And also I'm going to start filming for the youtube channel so please stay tuned for that otherwise like i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast please stop asian hate support the asian community they need our support more than ever protect them be there for them and you know do your best to you know be the change that you want to see in the world you know stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves otherwise i'm gonna catch you guys in about three weeks with a guest enjoy yourselves have a great time but also be responsible stay safe put your mask on stay hydrated tell the people in your life that you love them and i'm always devoted of other great yummy things that you should do and this ending is getting quite long so i'm going to end it here with be kind and don't forget your humanity at home as well as please miss me that that bullshit and perish <laughs> Reach out to me on social media. You can find this podcast on Instagram at Lestabunkit Podcast. Feel free to email me at Lestabunkit at gmail.com. That is L-E-T-S-D-E-B-U-N-K-I-T at gmail.com. If you didn't catch that, just check the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode or just like the podcast, be sure to give me a five-star rating and leave me a comment. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on.